Today's verse is Romans 8.32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time. Uh, this uh, this verse, we're in this series of questions where um, Paul has asked, following the the amazing um, you know the, the amazing verses in uh, Romans eight twenty eight through thirty, where um, where where Jesus is saying that God you know God works for those He's called, um, and He uh, the way He works through them is to after He calls them is to um, justify them and then glorify them uh and it's an unbroken chain so he's saying well so what do we what is the response to this what are we to do with with this um and uh the first one yesterday was if 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 god is for us who can be against us and then today's building on that it says he he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all how will he not also with him graciously give us all things T- Timothy Keller summarizes this verse like like this. He says, If the God who has purposed our glory is willing to give up his most precious possession, his son, why worry about our needs? Why should we worry about our needs? If, if God is so willing to sacrifice for us that he would give up his, uh, his only son, what? <laughs> What is what what do do we not think that he loves us enough, or do do we think that he's withholding from us because he doesn't care? Um, that's the that's what's being asked here. Uh, that is is that what we shall say? Um, Paul Paul writes in the last verse. Is that is that something that we should conclude by this? Um, it's it's a way of sort of cutting the church in Rome uh, to the core and say. You, you, you're worried. The, the church in Rome in those days, they were worried. Um, they, they had this, you know, there, there were factions within it. They were bickering. You had the, the, the Jewish folks had been exiled from Rome. And so the Gentiles had been running the church and then the Jewish folks came back in and they were, they were trying to figure out which of these ways should we go. And what Paul is trying to tell him with this is you're worried about all of these, like, hyper-technical things within the church, but God gave up his son for you. Don't worry about these silly little things. Um, everything relative to that is nothing. Everything relative to the, you know, the, the, your justification and, and glorification, um, is nothing. And so don't worry about, uh, don't worry about all the, all these little things. These, these little things are just not something they should spend your time worrying about. So there's two more things that I want to focus on in this verse before we, we close. Um, one is the, is, is how, um, how in the, in, in the, both in the end of the verse, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Um, the, Notice the words with him. How will he, God, not with him, his son, graciously give us all things? What Paul's trying to say is, um, is that is that God loves us so much he gave his son, but Jesus loves us as well. So they are working together to to graciously give us all things. So that's the first thing. Second thing I want to point out in this verse is that um, is that are the words graciously give. Um, 
graciously give all, all things. So what, what does that, what does that mean? I think this ties back to verse 28 where, um, God works for the good. God works for good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. Um, the, the, what, what, what does he mean when he says all things? Does this mean like if you really want, you know, if you really want a new truck is, is that the thing? I mean, that, that's, that's a thing. Will, does that mean that God's going to give it to you? Um, and, and so let's, let's dig into the words that, that are being used. Um, the words that are being used here and the, the word, um, the, the words that, the word that uh, ESV translates to graciously give is charis atai, charis atai, and it's this, and it's a root with charisma, which we talked about uh, a couple months ago. Charisma meaning grace. Charisma uh, for those who who are newer, um, the 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 word for um, grace used a lot in Romans in the in the New Testament is is charisma. Um, and it's this, this, the, the, um, uh, the secular world stole the, stole that word, stole that word and said, we see how these Christians are walking around the world with this air of security and, um, that little special piece of, you know, magic personality. We want to sort of adopt that and, and call it, you know, someone with, um, uh, you know, a great personality, but in, in actuality it is, it, 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 its original meaning was grace. Um, that's the, that, that's the meaning. So this word graciously give, it has that same tie, but it, it doesn't just mean to give, um, to give, it also means like it's, it's main uses is to show favor, um, to show favor, to, to pardon, to forgive and to show kindness. That's the, that, that's what we're talking about here. And this is not the only time that that word is is used. It's used in in Luke chapter seven. And I want to sort of close with that verse. It's it's um, I think the first time it's in the New Testament. Charisatai uh, is, uh, is is in Luke seven uh, verse twenty one, and uh, and and Luke writes there. In that hour, he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits. And on many who were blind, he bestowed sight. Bestowed there is the charisatai. It's the graciously give. Uh, it's translated to bestowed there, but he's. It, it's a blind person, and Jesus is graciously giving them sight. That's the gift. So it's not that he's going to go give us trucks and Xboxes and I don't know, whatever people want these days. Um Instagram followers. It's not that. It is that he is restoring the things that God, that, that that Jesus wants to give you. The things that you need. Um, it's the things that your soul needs, not the not the wants. Um, what 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 Paul is talking about here is the same way that that you know if Jesus is healing people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and he is bestowing sight. That's the for, for, for blind people. So that he's restoring the things that that Paul is talking about here. These are restoration things. He's graciously giving us all things because Jesus knows that we don't need more stuff. We need to be restored. That's the that's the purpose of of, of, of this verse is that how will he not also with Jesus graciously give us all things? How will he not 
through grace, restore us um, by healing, by uh, by um, by he- by he- healing sight, by driving away evil spirits. These are things. These are the things that Jesus has in mind because those are the things that are good for you. Um, he's not going to give you. Uh, that his plan is not for you to, to, to get just more and more stuff so that you need to go get like, you know, storage bins and, and put them, put them elsewhere. That's not like stuff is not what, what this is about. That's not the all things it is restoration. That's what Jesus wants to give you. And that's what Paul's talking about in this verse. So, uh, he who didn't spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things. How will he not, how will God and Jesus not restore you? If God was willing to sacrifice his son, but not just sacrifice, but, but predestined, create this where he created the cross and created Jesus knowing he was headed for the cross. Um, how would he not also, if, if he loves you that much that he would do all of that, um, how will he also not restore you? who he loves and knows who knows that you love him. That's the, that's this verse. So, uh, feel that love today. Know that, uh, he, his plan is to restore you. And, uh, and, and that's it. It might not be the form that you want. You might want to be, you know, given a different thing, but that's, you know, that God, God doesn't, um, God knows what you need and he's going to give that to you. That's, that's sort of what is, is going on here in, in Romans 8 is he knows that he's going to work for the good for you. But that's not always going to meet your <laughs> humanly, worldly brain expectations. So that's uh, Romans 8.32. Thanks for listening. Uh, come back listen tomorrow to verse 33.